Today's episode is episode 196 of Unconventional Humans Podcast. Today's episode is called Autodidact. So first of all, what is an autodidact? This is a word that I came across for the first time in a Spanish class back in 2013 when I was doing my master's in translation. I was in an intermediate Spanish class and I was just explaining how I got into the class because I had no background, official background in Spanish. And the teacher said to me, two errors, autodidacta. Autodidacta is the word in Spanish. And the definition is of a person who teaches himself or herself rather than being taught by a teacher. So I just wanted to explore this today because up until I started exploring my tendency to be an autodidact, I didn't really know what that type of person was, what that looked like in reality. If you've been listening to this podcast over the years, chances are you are an autodidact at some level. You mightn't have heard the term before. I suppose I often use the word self-learner. This is just another term. The reason I thought about autodidact was because in Nausea by Jean-Paul Sartre, in that book, Antoine, his well, not really a friend, but one of his acquaintances, one of the people he talked to, was referred to as the autodidact. And his thing was that he went to the library, the same library as Antoine in the town Beauville. And his goal in life was to read all the books in the library in alphabetical order. I think Antoine actually deduced that from his behavior. I don't think it was something he overtly said was a goal of his. But on today's episode, I just want to talk about being an autodidact, some of the positives to it, some of the challenges to being an autodidact in society today. Just wanted to have a bit of a share my thoughts on it today. So this was the first thing that this outlet has given me of becoming an autodidact is a channel for my curiosity. So as I've probably referred to on other episodes, I didn't feel like the traditional education system was a good channel for my curiosity as an individual. I found it, though, through being an autodidact. So the main thing for me with being an autodidact is that I'm creating my own curriculum. I'm following whatever is most of interest to me, even if it isn't linked directly to monetary requirements for me. So that's the thing with the education system. I think the main purpose of it is to educate people to the extent that they can find their place in society with a job. That's the extent of education. That's the main purpose of it, I feel. Whereas I felt with my autodidactic education, the main purpose was actually built around curiosity. And then you start thinking about, okay, where do my natural curiosities start lining up with the marketplace? So my curiosity to understand technology, understand computers, and understand how do programming languages, what sort of similarities are there between human languages and programming languages, that combined with the fact that computer programming, software development, application development is a thriving industry today. It's a field that is, technology is a field that's just growing further and further. That lines up with the marketplace. But that wasn't the primary thing that drove me. It was those curiosities that I just described that actually drove me to 
become a software developer. So that's the one of the big distinctions I would see between being an autodidact and being somebody who's just tr being traditionally educated in an education system is that being an autodidact, you can let your natural curiosity guide you because there's no parameters built by somebody else to box you in. The other thing I found as an autodidact is that it's given me a channel to unleash my imagination. I suppose this ties to the creativity and the curiosity as well. The great joy I get from being an autodidact is that I'm willing to read different perspectives, willing to explore different fields, anywhere from philosophy to computer science. And the great joy I get from it is that I get to choose what I believe. I get to choose where I'm following. I get to choose what I'm rejecting, what I'm accepting a lot more consciously than if I didn't follow this path. When I look at my life before I started embracing my tendency to be an autodidact, and when I look at society in general today, I think it's very stifling to live in a world where you're very limited in how you think about things and that you have such a fear about saying things that are might be perceived as off the wall that you more and more succumb to the idea that you need to delegate your capacity to think outside yourself to society and let society inform you more and more about how you should think. So that's one of the great joys I get from being an autodidact is my mind, I suppose you're consciously working on expanding your mind and with that you start to see the freedom that you feel in the world when your mind expands more and is open to thinking in ways that might seem off the wall in society. The other thing you start to see some of the tricks and the traps in terms of language in society. Like one thing I've noticed is that there's a tendency for people in society to use certain words and terminology that conceal the fact that there, there might not actually be a lot of substance to what the hell they're talking about. Science is a word that I see used a lot by people who who seem to just talk a lot. They don't seem to have like a background in what they're talking about, but they're using studies and they're using figures and data and terminology like science to justify whatever ideology they're trying to get across. I oftentimes see it used in terms of like fear mongering and attention seeking really as well. Another that's another part of it. But like as an autodidact, you realize that you're driven by the pursuit of knowledge, the pursuit of self-knowledge, and you realize that's an endless pit. Doesn't end at all. And what stops me from, what limits me from exploring all that is actually when I latch on to using language and terminology to box me in you start to realize that like it's the terminology it's the language that can actually box you in so it is also an unsettling it's also unsettling to be an autodidact so what i've described just there there's a lot of joy a lot of discovery 
lot of excitement, adventure in the realm of being an autodidact. But there's also challenging aspects to being an autodidact, which I'll get into. So I'd sum it up in the phrase, pick your poison. So from being an autodidact, from becoming an autodidact, what you tend, what I've, I guess, I'm not going to speak for somebody else's experience, but what I've start, what I've seen, not even started, I, I've seen this over the years, that the paradox of it is that while you get a lot of freedom back in your mind from being able to think in a more flexible way, actually I'm reading a book at the moment, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it's, it's necessary, the Zen, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, I've been reading that recently, I'm still reading it, Phaedrus, Phaedrus the Ghost, is an interesting character that they've created in that book. What came to mind for me here was when Phaedrus, when, when the main character was talking about Phaedrus, he was describing him, and he was talking about how Phaedrus, he was driven by dismantling the systematic rational mind for what it is. And he was talking about how he was talking about in terms of a mountain, the mountain of knowledge, and that there's the higher you're able to think at that I suppose with Phaedrus there was a, there was a possibility of getting lost. It's shaky ground, but yeah, you're on higher ground. There's less people up there. There's more people at the lower levels of thought. And when I'm talking about it, that's not even a judgment call. That's just how it is. Like, this is the picker poison part here. Now I'm just going to tie it back, tie that tangent back to what I'm talking about here, picker poison. So there's freedom in this. There's a sense of getting to know who you are. And there's a sense of, like, you're escaping the mundane and monotonous, mind-numbing lifestyle you live when you're buying into other people's ideas and beliefs. So you're escaping all that. But then the other side of that is that you realize you don't meet so many people around that path. So it begins, it begins to get lonely, begins to feel isolating, and it's challenging. It's a challenging way to live. But then when you do meet people that you converse with at a level that is similar to your level, then that... That makes it worth it, but it's challenging because you you don't find that by default in in society. That's uh, what I've seen there with the picker poison. But the poison I would choose still would be to be an autodidact, pursue what I'm curious about, become more of who I am, even if it can feel isolating and it can feel like a, an unsettling unknown path. That's what it kind of can feel like. So coming back, just coming back to another positive would be an autodidact. It makes knowledge education fun and it makes it worthwhile. It makes it fun in a sense that you can be creative with it. Like what we're doing here, what I'm doing here with Davey. I love bringing, that he brings the artwork to this, brings some life to this. And the other thing with being an autodidact is that you're, you're not pursuing knowledge just for the sake of knowledge. You're pursuing knowledge to understand reality better. 
So there's a direct link in your mind between knowledge and a better life, a better life in terms of being able to see more clearly and being able to have a sense of that you're doing the work you're here to do. So that's all part of the autodidactic process that I never got from an education system. It's because you're talking about fun fundamentally two different worlds. You're talking about a world in the education system that's already been set up by you and comparing it with a world that you're in the, in the process and you're in the continuous process of creating. So the building blocks that they both begin with are different. So this isn't the judgment call on the education system. I think it can definitely be improved, but at the same time, there needs to be some sort of scaffolding to begin your education journey. But I think as an autodidact, it would be a mistake to not realize that there's another way of operating as you grow older. Because it was really when I left the education system that I realized that there was another way of operating in the world when it comes to education and knowledge. And that's when I started building the blocks to becoming an autodidact. So I suppose the big main distinction is self-knowledge and knowledge, generic knowledge. So that's one of the cornerstones of each system that I see that are, are different or are built in different building blocks. So the thing with being an autodidact and engaging with the traditional education system. So I don't see it as a binary thing. I just see it as education system as a complementary thing. My whole world doesn't revolve around it though. So I go somewhere to get a qualification because that enables me to do something, but I don't go somewhere to get a qualification because I feel like that's the be all and end all. And that's my whole identity wrapped up around it. I did more kind of feel like that when I was within the system. So there's a flexibility there with the autodidact. So you're understanding, you're the individual, you're ultimately living your life. You're the one choosing the path to follow. As an adult, then you can just pick and choose from the traditional ways of learning what is most suitable for you right now. But there in means to an end, but the being an autodidact is an end in and of itself. Then the last thing I just want to touch on is that when the shit hits the fan, being an autodidact really helps. So when you have problems in your life, either psychological, even physical, the different problems of life, the fact that you're an autodidact is that you're able to do your own research and then you're able to listen and seek out advice from the people who are more, more of an expertise in that area and listen to it with a li little bit more objectivity and a bit more of a calmness to it that you're not seeking somebody else to do your thinking for you. You're informing yourself on certain things and then you're having more of a conversation, more of a dialogue, you'll be able to ask better questions if you read up on a few things. So I've experienced that, especially with psychological problems in my life. So I'm going to leave it there for today. There are some of my thoughts on being an autodidact. It is, in my opinion, it's a worthwhile endeavor. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are on that path already. It's just a matter of keep on moving forward. So that's it. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a rating and a review. It helps the podcast to grow. Thanks again for listening, and I will speak to you on the next episode.